Hello everyone, welcome to the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga and everything in between. And this week, following a huge announcement from Studio Trigger, I'll be talking about Pantheon's talking with Garter Belt. A really unique and in the weirdest way artsy and stylistic piece of anime from the 2010s. So... Before I even start, disclaimers, spoiler alert, I'll be talking about most of the plot, though the plot is not so important, also in all things considered. The um, anime is mostly a comedy, so expect this review to be kind of short. And not only that, but also the one piece of plot there that is actually, let's say, important for the understanding of the whole series, the last two episodes, episode 12 and 13. I will not be talking about those because they are the reason we have a second season to be waiting for. And also, just a quick advice for the last two episodes, the last episode especially, and, and this is actually important. Watch two after the credits. The, there is an after credit scene that is the the one thing that hooks for the second season and at this point the third disclaimer is apparently there is an OVA that came bundled with the DVDs and Blu-rays I could not get a hold of it for this review so basically I'll be talking about just the 13 normal episodes from what I could research the OVA is not really let's say, available, much like any other OVA nowadays. I mean, for the most part, we got OVAs for every other anime on Crunchyroll or whatever. Painting and Stalking is not one that I could find it. So with that disclaimer out of the way, let me get started. So first, the stats. So Painting and Stalking with Garter Belt. I'll be now just saying Painting and Stalking because it is already... A pretty long name, but whatever. Is an anime series done by the studio Gainax. It ran from October 2010 to December 2010. It has 13 episodes, 26 segments. So I think it's a bit more, but whatever. Plus the one special. And importantly, it has many directors and producers. Now, getting from the stats, I, I just need to get some things out of the way before I talk about the story, really. But this anime's production is really something else. This anime is unique in so many, many ways that it is hard to me to point out everything in a general review, as I do. Because for each episode, there is something particular, for something special about it. And... It needs to be seen and experienced to in order to actually get all the nuances of this anime. So beware that this review is really uh, generalist. I'll be talking about the anime in general, but 
I would highly recommend you to watch it if you are someone who likes the kind of humor that this anime carries. And, and this is something that I need to talk about now before I even start with the story. This anime's comedy is really, really, it's really hard, let's say. It's something that we don't see anymore in television, really, although the, the inspiration as said by the producers and directors, is American animation, adult animation mostly. The one that they have here in the article is drawn together. I, I never actually watched it, but still. It's maybe something akin to Ugly Americans or something like that. It's way more... Something like Farkin in a way. Way more, let's say, out there with their comedy. Way more topical way more not only topical and, and everything else but also the acid flavor let's say they for example painting is talking they do a whole lot of jokes about sex and violence and everything else the amount of uh, i mean when you watch this sub they curse a lot in english they curse a lot a lot a lot in english and I mean, I, I didn't watch the dub, and for some reason, the, this anime has a dubbed version. I don't know who approved this, but good for you. And, and they cuss a lot, they do a lot of jokes about sex, they do a lot of jokes about many, many things that nowadays, 2023-wise, you wouldn't see. And now I need to start with the story so I can kind of explain why the jokes are so, uh, are so strong. So, painting is talking with Garda Belt is the story about these two girls, two angels, that come down to earth and are basically tasked by heaven to collect these coins, they call them heavens, in order to ascend back to heaven. So, basically, it's a trial for them as, let's say, new, nearly graduated angels, because they, they never explain this really, but they allude to it many times that there is angel school and then they are thrown in er on earth to basically go through this trial and how do they get these heavens they have to defeat uh, ghosts the main enemies for this anime so and the way they present it this anime is presented in the normal 24 minute episode kind of deal but strangely and uniquely, the opening has only 30 seconds and the ending, I think it's 30 seconds to one minute, which is pretty shorter than the normal uh, one minute and a half and one minute and a half that we have for no normal anime. And not only that, but the um, anime is presented in segments. So in one episode, let's say, we have two mini episodes inside each other. So, for instance, the first episode is about two different ghost cases, different uh, things that happen, and they go through it uh, like this. So, each episode is different with generally two segments, but there is, I think, one or two that have, let's say, more than two for reasons I will discuss later. So, basically, we have these two angels, a Penty, and stalking in the city that is called Daten City, and in Japanese they call it Daten City, 
da Tenchi is Fallen Angel in Japanese, so there's this play on words and whatever. And with this play on words, I already have to, let's say, I have to point out this anime is directed by, uh, mostly by Hiroyuki Imaishi, who, if you don't know, is the guy credited mainly by founding Studio Trigger. So basically, the story goes something like that. Gainax does Guren Lagan back in 2007. Then after that, the team that worked on Guren Lagan goes to the States for uh, R&R. And in there, they beat some ideas and so on and so forth. And then they go about it with their lives. Three years later, they produce this really strange anime painting is talking with regard about that I will be talking about more. And some months later, they get money through making Inferno Cop. Uh, basically, Inferno Cop is the anime, the anime uh, quotes that satirizes their search for money in order to found Studio Trigger and then do Kill la Kill and then go on to be the Studio Trigger we know now today. That being said, it is the same guy. So when you watch this anime, you see a lot of influence of what would become Studio Trigger. If Guren Lagan is the action-y, more animation-focused anime that they did, and that would translate into the Studio Trigger main stuff, like Kill la Kill and then Darling the Franks and so, so on and so forth. Painting and Stalking is the one part where their comedy really comes out. Because although this is mainly inspired by anim animation in the West, adult animation especially, there is this nick of what would become the Studio Trigger kind of comedy, let's say. Uh, so, back to the story. Um, so, they live in Datenshiti, they basically have to defeat these ghosts, enemies they, that appear, and they are uh, mentored, let's say, by this priest that is Garterbelt, and I will, uh, I will withhold from doing any commentary with Garterbelt, because, I, I mean, 2023-wise, I better hold the commentaries. I will leave all the commentary they do about him in the anime. So if you want to see it, go watch it. But again, if you don't like more of a acid, dark humor kind of deal, if you don't like South Park for the most part, South Park is acid in a different way, but it's somewhat similar. And if you don't like that kind of deal, maybe don't watch this. But if you like it, go, go hard on it. It is really good. The, so basically, all the episodes, and also before I go to the general explanation, they also have this pet, which is mostly the comedy relief. It is the one that gets punched a lot, called Chuck, who's a... Uh, and, and this is a really hard thing to describe. Chuck is like a dog, but he has these zippers all around him for, on his body for some reason and they don't actually come up really except for a couple of episodes the 
the world that is focused on him and on his let's say his rival that we get introduced later on that is called Fastener but I will say more about him a bit later because I need also to introduce the let's say the main villains of the show as they come that being said uh, so we have painting stalking and garter belt and chuck at the beginning and i think two or three episodes later we get introduced to brief brief is the nerdy guy the the let's say the heart of the team the one that is mo is emotional he is a normal human but he is head over heels for panty and basically he's the the other comedic relief for the most part he gets uh, shoved into ditches, he gets sucked by the the big scary monster and so on and so forth. The the whole nine yards of being the comedic relief on a more violent, let's say, anime. So what is the anime about? For the most part, is them uh, defeating these ghosts that appear. So the ghosts are mostly the the um, engines for the jokes. So for one, the first, the very first ghost that appears in the anime is the ghost of a pummeler that was basically killed by the the stench of the things that they had he had to unclog basically he smelled so much shit that he regretted and died and so the his ghost uh, comes back as a huge amount of shit and the anime shows that willy-nilly really just it's funny when when you see it it's funny the way they, they deliver that it is really nice and so the from this first uh, let's say appearance of a ghost we can already see that most of the ghosts are really more centered on the jokes they make about him so for one there's this other ghost that is he makes really huge knots and makes basically your nostrils into erogenous zones so nobody can actually take their hand out of their nostrils and pick their nose basically and we go on from there so you can imagine what actually happens the the ghosts go really hard and they are really big part of the whole anime the the comedic timing they they have is really good but also uh, some of the the comedy comes from uh, what happens to the girls through the influence of this ghost so there's one episode where stalking being this emo goth sweet toothed girl she begins to eat a lot of sweets and for one reason or another she as an angel she doesn't get fat but when a ghost is involved, they have some kind of power that gets her fat, and so she becomes not only fat, really, that it's not a body shaming kind of joke, but she basically expands in a way that she becomes like six meters tall and really giant, and the fight is funny. And so from this point on, we can get that the comedy is not only on the enemies but also the main characters are really taken for a ride let's say and it's basically this goes on for a few episodes until i think episode seven or episode six i don't actually remember where we get 
introduced to let's say the main antagonists with let's say real names that we see the girls fight that are the two demon sisters Scanty and Nisox that they have this really how can I say they have this fixation rules so for one the full name of Penty and Stalking is Anarchy Penty and Anarchy Stalking and for some the way that the anime portrays it the angels have this unruly kind of deal because as I as I already said Stalking is an emo goth sweet toothed and the one part that comes up um, more often than not she has this inclination of liking bondage while Penty is straight out how can I say this without getting me crucified she's an info <laughs> basically that's it and she's not let's say she's not shameful about it she is really shameless and this is the main trait that we see from Penty for the most part she most of the episodes begin with her on her bed like waving goodbye for from some guy and while obviously the anime as I already said they do a lot of sex jokes and a lot a lot uh, to the point that there is this one episode where they have zombie ghosts let's say and the let's say the weapons they find to fight the ghosts the zombies they basically enter a sex shop and you can't imagine what they find to fight the zombies and this is basically the energy that this whole anime exudes this really harsh really acid humor that if you don't like it i mean you will hate it i love it it's not something that i get any day of the week i mean after some time the pp and poopoo jokes are get really really dated but for one this anime is so unique in so many ways and it goes into some some things that i would not imagine an anime going that really this anime is, is really nice the, the thing i'm trying to say is after we get introduced to the demon sisters basically the anime goes the whole way so one episode will be a ghost that appears one episode will be a plan from scanty and knee socks and one of the episodes will be something really out there something extremely strange something that you would not say if you saw a clip from it you could not very have guessed it came from painting and stalking with Carter Belt and what I mean by that is some of the episodes have really distinct animation styles just from looking at the thumbnail for this episode you can already tell this is really a cartoonish anime and really just not something that we are let's say normally accustomed to when talking about anime not only that but even the transformation scenes are really different so we see painting stalking generally in this more cartoonish style when they get transformed into their angel modes to fight the ghosts is when we see let's say what they would look like if this anime was done uh, let's say normally the more anime detailed well done let's say well done i mean in a more anime style of animation and art 
but then they go back to their normal forms as you see in the thumbnail. The thing is, this anime is unique and has a lot of things going for it. That being said, how do they fight these ghosts? How do they fight Scanty and socks? Why do they have this kind of name? And this is a thing. Penty, for one, she uses her own panties and transforms them into a pistol. And in some occasions, it's talking, lands her on her own panties so she can do away with pistols. And stalking, as the name implies, uses stockings to transform into katanas, which is really nice. And in one episode specifically, it comes as a uh, as a gag they use when, for one reason or another, she gets a lot of different, uh, let's say, not panties, but underwear from a lot of guys, and she transforms them all into guns, but all of them are either too small or too weak, and there's this whole gag, this whole innuendo going on, and basically the... Animes like that until episode 12, where we have the first half of the final stretch of the anime, where the major, let's say the major arc of the anime actually happens, and then gets the hook for the second season. That being said, I can already go to my opinion, although I already gave my opinion on so many things. So, first off, what I need to say is that I, I love this anime in a philosophical way, this anime is so, so unique, it, it is really a, a piece of art, it, it is, I would not say it's good anime, I mean, it is a good anime in on my opinion, but uh, the animation, you could say you don't like it, I can understand that it is divisive, it is not for everyone, and as things progress, I think less and less people will like something like this, but I, I really love it. I really like acid humor they use, I really like the sex jokes they use because it's funny. Um, not only that, but you can see that they take a lot of inspiration from a lot of things from the West and Japanese culture, but mostly the West. So, for instance, a lot of episodes are named in reference to movies from High School Musical to Back to the Future to so many other things that the whole anime has references around a whole lot of stuff. Pulp Fiction, as I already said, High School Musical, A.B. Road, they even do a segment where there's a clip from the original soundtrack. It's really nice. They show a lot of, a lot of let's say, production value out of it. Also, uh, although the um, segments are shown in a more comedic kind of way, the, some of the segments are really just word-building focus, so they just give insights on how the characters think or how what they do on their free time and whatever. The um, anime itself has a kind of plot, and the plot progresses as they defeat more and more ghosts, although they have this feeling of the villain of the week, let's say, something akin more to Jojo in a sense, or something more like anim Western animation where we have the villain of the week and they always reset the status quo. Uh, painting stalking always resets the status quo, really, but they never really forget 
the guys they defeated already. That being said, the plot is kind of mid, I mean, it is something that we already seen, but I will say that the hook for the second season, the thing that happens in the last two episodes, including the after credits, watch the after credits, the thing that happens in the last two episodes is, at the very least, unexpected. The hook is really something... Yeah, it's something. The... What, what more can I say? Aside from the references, the influence, the overarching whole vibe that this show goes for, there's also this thing where this whole show is so stylized and it goes so hard towards its goal from being this avant-garde, unique kind of deal that sometimes you may also find yourself disconnected. There are segments, maybe that I can remember right now, maybe two or three that I really thought they were out there, really, what the is happening here? Just to deliver a gag on the two main characters, just to deliver a gag on painting and stalking, and for the most part, it is really nice. And now that I remember it, I, I said before and I didn't actually get much into it, so basically, Penty has pistols and stalking has katanas, and they have Chuck as a mascot, as a pet, and when Scanty and Nisox get in the scene, Scanty got two revolvers, and Nisox have two, I think they, you call them hand scythes, I don't actually know the proper term for it, but basically small scythes that you use on each hand, I don't actually think they are commas, but and that's besides the point. And they have, as their mascot, a fastener, who's basically a competent version of Chuck. So Chuck is, for the most part, portrayed as this competent, really dumb pet, really just goes for his instincts. He's generally dumb, unaware, used by everyone, And but the butt end of the joke, fastener is the complete opposite. And for the most part, uh, the Demon Sisters are the complete opposite of the Angel Sisters because they, they have this whole thing that they need to be enemies for some reason. They have this disparity, let's say. After that, I need to also give a huge shout out to the music. So the music is basically a whole other thing. This and, and I didn't actually talk about this before on the stats because the music is a whole other thing so for this anime they have the first album which is the original soundtrack and then the second album is called painting stalking we've got about the worst album that features some remixes and some new music from they just included that so just to give some details about the music because i think it's important for this anime that's so unique and the music sounds hard, man. It, it hits really hard. All the the themes, the whole thing, just goes hard, really. Uh, especially, I think the one song that really shines through is the theme for Scanty and Socks. I think it's the best song of the whole album, the whole anime. But also because the opening is made by Hoshin Anniversary. 
I don't actually have many, let's say, many things to talk about them because I don't... It's not an artist that I am familiar with. But the, the second thing is that most of the songs made uh, for this anime are made by Ted Lloyd. Ted Lloyd is... Uh, I, I think you would call them a DJ? I don't know. But the guy is too active nowadays and basically he still does music. I think it's really nice. The songs are pretty good. The names of the songs are really, really out there. Some of them, I don't think actually I can say for the most part. Some of them, I, I don't actually know if all of them, but some of them better not say it. The thing is, who's that like just to give kind of context. Do you guys remember that one song from Daoku from I think 2013? It was Daoku Fit Ted Lloyd Mimi Me. That song is no longer on YouTube, the original clip at the very least. I, I went to rewatch it because I wanted to remember why it was taken out from YouTube. I I see why. Let's just say again it's not on YouTube. Go find it if, if you want it. I will not link it but still Go on and find it. I, I don't know. Really, this review is just to say that as of, I think, I, I don't actually know, July 2023, uh, Studio Trigger has bought out the IP rights for painting and stocking with Carter Belt from Gainax. So the original guys who work on painting and stocking basically bought out the IP rights from the original studio just to get them and do another anime. And, and that really excites me because this anime is so unique, so nice that it goes on such trips and it really shows uh, not only talent, but it goes beyond that. It goes for animation styles that we never see the the change of animation style in some on some cases there are episodes where two different animation styles and art styles uh, interject and it goes hard it, it is really 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 nice and to see it revived after 13 years is such a nice feeling 13 years we waited 13 years for a second season that was promised at the end of it and and now we have it now we we, we may got it i hope i can only hope that they will actually do the second season most likely there will be an episode zero recap i and saying episode zero i have ptsd from the last episode where i told you about high school dxd hero <laughs> for fuck's sakes i hope they don't retcon anything but again thing is i'm excited i hope the new anime does well and again this anime is not for everyone i don't recommend it if you don't like adult animation in the west if you don't like south park if you don't like something more let's say acid ugly americans archers or some some kind of uh, some more let's say more on the nose, vulgar comedy. If you don't like that, don't watch it. It's really not for you. And I, I don't mean it like don't watch because you're not good enough for it. But if you don't like this kind of stuff, don't don't come into it hoping to like it. Probably you won't. But if you like it, go on and be happy. It's really nice. And I mean, that's about it. The, the anime is pretty good. If you like it, you like it go on the music is also 
pretty nice. And that's basically it. So if you like what I do, if you like the things I do, if you like my work, uh, thank you for listening. Please, if you can subscribe, follow, share, depending on the platform you're in, join the Discord. And I hope you stick around and see you next time. Bye.